Welcome to the Iowa Tri Runners podcast. I'm Lance Ferguson here with a very special guest. Um, you know her as a former Boone High School runner, uh, Truman State. She ran for Truman State University and most recently for Hanson Brooks uh, out in Michigan. She's back home in Iowa. And we welcome back uh, Dana Herrick. Yeah, well, thank you. Thanks for uh, inviting me to be on. Um, I, with a name like Herrick, and I know your maiden name is Kelly, I've got to believe you've, you've got a lot of Irish uh, uh, roots in you, uh, a lot of Irish blood. You've got to be celebrating St. Patrick's Day today, right? Oh, of course. Of course, yeah. 100%. Our daughter Murphy, mm-hmm. Murphy and Justin and I are going to be eating shepherd's pie and probably having a oh, nice awesome. black and tan awesome. for dinner with my parents tonight. <laughs> <laughs> now, what's in a shepherd's pie exactly? Oh gosh. So my mom, my mom does a homemade uh, recipe, but I know it has mashed potatoes, peas, carrots. I believe it's ground beef, but I think the yeah. traditional might be a different type of um, protein meat, yeah. but, uh, and then it, you bake it. And so it really kind of crisps up the mashed potatoes yeah. on top. So yeah. Well, I'll, have to, I'll have to suggest that to my wife. Um, yeah. You know, she's made it. She's made it once or twice for us before. So I just had to shake my memory to remember what was in it. So. <laughs> yep. But nothing else special today. Nothing. Uh... Um. Yeah. You know, I'm on maternity leave with Murphy, and Justin's home yeah. for spring break, so we're kind of just yeah. uh, lounging together at home. And um, Justin, you know, likes to get on the trainer on his bike, and I get out and do some some walking. It's too cold to take Murphy, but otherwise, I'll I usually push Murphy in the stroller and get some fresh air. So. Yeah, this is a great week for him to be off um, this week. Um, we can get a lot of training training going for the uh, Des Moines 70.3. That's right. Yeah, yep. He's got that on his calendar um, along with some other ones. So, yeah, he's got a lot going on. <laughs> but, yep, definitely yeah. nice to have him home this week. Well, before we get going with more questions, I do want to say a, a big thank you for uh, coming back onto the show. We tried this podcast with with a different app and it didn't work very well your your, your sound didn't come in so uh, you coming on the show again uh, devoting your time to this um, to to my podcast shows that you truly are one of the real nice people in running <laughs> uh, one of the nicest people that I've come across so ah uh, well thanks uh, but come on every runner's nice and we're we're from <laughs> Iowa so it's a double it's a double win yeah, yeah but uh, I do appreciate you coming back on um because uh, that was a little bit of a nightmare with the other uh, app, but uh, we're on Anchor now, and um, and you can pick up Anchor from a lot of different places, including Spotify. Oh yeah, so, yep. Google uh, Google platform as well coming up. So yeah, hoping to get a lot more uh, listeners to this. Um, you have been uh, in Iowa just a few months now. You left um, Michigan and your Hanson Brooks team. Um, it was close to two years ago when I talked to you at Bix and Davenport and you were thinking, uh, that you were going to move back to Iowa pretty soon. You kind of wanted on the D-Lo a little bit, uh, but you certainly, um, were looking, you, you and Justin were looking back, uh, to go back to Iowa. Uh, tell me about your thinking at the time, um, yeah. about, uh, leaving Michigan. Yeah. So, we moved uh, to Michigan in 2016, um, 
And when we made that move and took that opportunity, we knew that it would be about a four to five year um, kind of window of, of adventure there for us and that we wanted to eventually be back in Iowa. Iowa's home. Our families are here. We have a lot of roots that we established together in Des Moines and we wanted to start a family um, somewhere around 2020, 2021. And so, um, you know, regardless of what a lot of people say about COVID babies and the pandemic, um, we had really looked, yeah, we had really looked ahead um, at that time, you know, in 2019 um, to what was realistic for us. And um, we kind of figured, you know what, why doesn't Justin start looking for jobs in the spring of 2020? And if something comes up and he happens to get a position, then we know that it's meant to be the time to move back. Um, And so it wasn't necessarily that I wanted to keep it on the down low, but I wanted to really just make sure I um, embraced kind of where my feet were and the opportunities I had with running with with Brooks and with um, Kevin and Keith Hansen as my coaches and team. Um, and, and obviously with the Olympic trials being in February of 2020, that was a key race on my calendar that I knew I really wanted to train hard for and just really enjoy that that opportunity to run in my third trials with sponsorship and with coaches and with a great team. So everything really just fell into place. And I always say, you know, nothing's handed to you. You, you have to make decisions. You have to um, really navigate kind of what, what your guideposts are along the path, but everything really did work out really well with um, COVID allowed us to move back um, kind of at a a less stressful, I guess, um, approach in May of 2020. And Justin was teaching virtually through his Michigan school that he, that he was teaching high school at. So we took our time. Yeah. Moving back kind of a couple different weekends in the month of May, took a different couple different trips. So yeah, we've been in back in Iowa since the end of May and, um, basically, he, uh, yeah. he teaching at now? So he now back in Iowa, he is teaching at Ankeny, um, high school English. Okay. And yeah, he, it was about this time last year that he interviewed and got, um, the position offered to him all right before, um, the pandemic kind of shut everything down. So talk about, oh, wow. um, <laughs> yeah, just the way things work, um, you know, and, and we're very grateful for that and the timing. Didn't you say his interview was like the day of uh, the first positive case? Yeah. So I believe in Iowa on that Friday before spring break, which would have been last Friday, that's when everything kind of um, halted. He interviewed on Thursday, the day before that. So he drove back to Michigan Thursday afternoon, got a call that he got offered the job. And on Friday, we kind of found out even in Michigan, things were really starting to not look good. Um, Yeah. So the timing was, was pretty crazy. Yeah, exactly. And that uh, U.S. Marathon trials race ended up being one of your last races, right? It was, yeah. I mean, along with <laughs> along with everyone else throughout the summer and and mid early fall, I guess. But yeah, so that was really my only my only race in 2020. But um, obviously, with wow, the only one I know. But obviously, with getting pregnant, yeah. um, that was the only race I likely would have done anyway. So it all, again, it all kind of worked out, but um, yeah, that was one and done for 2020 for me. So. How did the, how did the Hansons uh, take uh, you leaving for Iowa? I know they're, um, they have a lot of people come and go um, as athletes, but um, Mm -hmm. 
they had to be a little bit sad to see you go. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think so. And, and yeah, they definitely know that there comes a time where people have different goals and aspirations and they are very respectful of that. Um, so they were, um, I guess sad is, is what one word you could use, but I think very respectful and understanding. And they knew that Justin and I, along with everyone, were not getting any younger and they knew our goals for wanting to start a family. Um, and I, I, I was very honest with them from the get-go when we moved in 2016 that, you know, this is kind of a window of opportunity for me and, um, four to five years. Yeah. Yep. So it definitely was not. I remember you mentioning that. To me yeah. Too. Um, I think it was a damn to damn or something. You were saying, mm -hmm. This isn't, this isn't forever. Right. So, right. Goodbye. It's just, uh, it's just see you later. Mm -hmm, for <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So yeah, so they they were very um, supportive in in everything, and they they're great. They still check in with me and want to know how we're doing with the baby, and they're very yeah excited for for things outside of running, which is when you know you have great mentors um, in addition to being a coach. So, and you were doing some coaching out there uh, in Michigan. Oh um, no, I I didn't do any no. coaching. Uh, just now that I've been back, uh, coaching as a run specific coach for Zoom triathlon, in addition to high school uh, cross country coaching. So yeah, we were gonna. I was gonna get. Yeah, you know, you're you're uh, you're helping out with Urbandale uh, coaching. Yeah, so I coached, and then, you, and then you've got some Zoom customers too. I do. Yep. So I coached yeah. for over in Urbandale this last fall as an assistant um, with David Roney and Beth Schweitzer. And then started as a run specific coach for Zoom Triathlon um, and have some athletes that um, that I work with. And yeah, hopefully in this, as the year goes on, I can get more um, together with them in person, you know, with, yeah. with Zoom. It's more virtual coaching right now, but um, it's still great to be. It's all just video, right? It's all just, oh, uh, yeah, you can't even yeah. hardly get together. Right. right. Interacting through email, yeah. phone call, um, yep, virtually. So, yep. So hopefully when things start to open up again and, and we're more in the Des Moines area, we'll, um, I'll be able to meet up with, with the athletes that I'm working with and yeah, go from there. Well, that's great. Um, and you ended up going back to um, Rock Valley, uh, for, uh, for, for a job. They ended up, uh, getting a job, uh, with, with them again. That's where you worked before you left. Yeah, that's correct. So I worked, yeah, for them from when the time I graduated from Des Moines University for physical therapy school in 2012. Um, right. I, yeah, and I should mention physical therapy. Yeah, so. yep. And so when I when we made the, the decision to move to Michigan, um, yeah, sharing kind of again our goals with with my employer with Rock Valley, um, they have only been supportive. And even when I left. Um, sharing with them that we knew we would come back. Um, they had highly encouraged me to stay in touch and that they would um, really make sure or help me um, have a position when I came back. And that was, that was so comforting and, and just um, great to know leaving here that, that I had that as an option and opportunity again, um, coming back with the pandemic that obviously made things a little tricky um, you know, Rock Valley never closed their doors during the pandemic, even when the height of the numbers um, were going on. But um, okay. yeah, it does affect every business, you know. And um, so I'm so fortunate that I was able to jump back in and be a part of the Rock Valley family in person again. I never felt like I was not a part of their family, but a lot of great coworkers and um, and yeah, just very supportive. So very grateful to be back uh, working in that that clinic setting. 
And are you at a different location now? I thought you said. Yeah. So I did work at the downtown location on Ingersoll full time before we moved for four years. And then coming back, I, I do split time between the downtown location and West Des Moines, um, uh, specializing with women's health, pelvic floor therapy. And we have a new clinic in Norwalk now, which is um, very coincidental and works out really well with um, Justin and I's personal and family plans of of building a home there that I will start to do some, some time there at the Norwalk clinic. Okay. So that will work out pretty good. A short commute. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Now you're, uh, that kind of worked out well, uh, you getting pregnant, going through that with the pelvic floor exercises and sort of Mm -hmm. thing. And now that's a lot of your customers. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I've, started to specialize in that as a, you know, professionally, but then personally, um, it's something that even as an athlete, um, and I will, you know, make this as a sounding board to female runners and athletes of all kind, you don't have to be pregnant to pay attention to or prioritize your pelvic floor. And so it's something that as a female athlete, you know, gosh, I wish every woman knew that there are things you can be doing to make sure you stay healthy because it really does affect everything down the chain as an athlete. So it's always been something that I've prioritized with my own strength training, but now I get to really share that with my patients um, and community with um, the fact that now I have been pregnant and now I'm postpartum. And so it's just coming from a different perspective now. Um, So yeah, I I definitely work with pre and postpartum women, but also any type of incontinence or pelvic pain um, that, you know, may not have to do with pregnancy in general. So yeah. Incredibly important those exercises are um, uh, recovery. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) And like you said, uh, 365 days a year. Yeah. Well, and it's it's a it's more of a marathon, not a sprint, when it comes to your longevity as an athlete. And I think when you prioritize those little things, um, that's going to help you be able to train or race or whatever your goals are with moving your body. you know, down, down the road into long-term. So, yeah. Really those exercises, you can kind of do those like 10, 15 minutes a day. Really short. Yeah. Yeah, right. for sure. And I mean, actually, I'm glad you mentioned that because since coming home from yeah. the hospital, I mean, getting on top of that here, even on maternity leave and just finding those anywhere from chunks of five minutes to 10 to 15 um, throughout my day yeah. is something I've prioritized. And I've really noticed um, some, literal and you know um um physical support there um with getting that strength and those muscles back and um just making sure everything's firing on all on all cylinders really um it's been uh 2020 was an interesting year uh, not only with the move to iowa but like you said you got pregnant uh with murphy uh born just over a month ago and then um Along with that, um, Justin comes down with uh, COVID-19. <laughs> um, that was over uh, Thanksgiving. Around mm-hmm. Yeah. So that um, that had to be a pretty tough uh, situation for uh, a pregnant woman and your, and your husband uh, coming down with that. And it wasn't good there. Um, he, um, he was hospitalized. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw on Facebook for, for a couple of days. He was. Yeah. Yeah. And you're right. You know, it's, it's scary. And I think the, the main um, 
thing I think for, for listeners or just anyone to understand is it definitely, um, when it hits close to home like that and for it to be your husband, who's a, a very healthy, you know, endurance, um, athlete, COVID doesn't, right. doesn't discriminate, you know, anyone, anyone can, and, and can, you know, could get it. Um, and so with Justin, you know, it's, the million dollar question. Oh, where did he get it from? And really at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. It's, it's okay. What do we do moving forward and what can we control? So we isolated right away. And the fact that I was pregnant, you know, he was concerned with not wanting me to get anything. Um, yeah. yeah. So we masked up in the house and because we are building a home in Norwalk, um, we're living in the basement at my parents where we have a living area and separate Mm -hmm. living, you know, quarters, but um, I went ahead and moved on upstairs, different bathroom, and my parents masked up. And we're just so fortunate that I did not have any symptoms. I was never positive, and neither were my parents. Um, but unfortunately, mm. Justin, you know, symptoms were pretty heightened for five or six days. And on that sixth day, I would take vitals every day, and they they definitely plummeted. Um, and so I took him over to the ER in Ames and unfortunately he was admitted for a couple of days, but again, looking on kind of the silver lining of that was November. Um, a lot of different treatments were available compared to last summer and, uh, what a blessing for him to get those treatments, uh, because I really do, I know, and I believe that it helped his recovery time, um, tremendously. So he's been doing really well as far as, um, no long-term symptoms. Um, and as a, as an Ironman triathlete, you know, I want to make sure he's feeling good as the summer goes on and he doesn't have any, um, lingering effects from, from that, uh, from that virus. So. Yeah. Because they can hit people. Mm -hmm. uh, Different people. I'm sure his age helped him a lot. Yeah. Yep. So. Uh, you're, you're a very faith-based person. I'm sure you had to uh, lean on your faith there. Few, few days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, sure. it was definitely a challenge. Um, but I think, yeah, when it comes to moments like that, whether it's, um, with anything in life, I think leaning into your faith and then also your support circle and, um, Justin and I come from wonderful families that are very supportive and, um, you know, just yeah. the example of going over to Ames those days, he was in the hospital having one of his brothers and sister-in-law and our little nieces and nephew, come and we drew on the sidewalk chalk, um, outside of his window and things like that. And so that's where I think, um, no matter what you have going on in your life, leaning into that faith and, and just your support circle, whoever that may be. Was he ever on a ventilator? He wasn't. So his oxygen saturation did get down to 85%, um, which normal individuals should be 90 and above for sure. Um, so when that hit, because we have a um, pulse oximeter here, um, at home, that's when I knew that was, yeah, that that was not good. And so, um, when we got to the hospital, he was still low, but, um, it improved. And so he didn't, um, thankfully have to be put on a ventilator. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Cause that's when it starts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's when you start getting into that fear. And it was nice, uh, having your parents, uh, right there. Are they, um, are they retired now? Yeah, they are. So they've both been retired now for my mom, at least a couple of years, my dad a little bit longer. Um, but they're, they're great. They're super healthy. They have their routine every day. And so everything from enjoying time 
having these days with Murphy, but also when Justin was sick, um, just having their support, um, has been, has been so helpful. Um, so yeah, so it's, it's been fun to be back in my hometown where I grew up, um, especially during the summer going out running, you know, seeing a lot of people that I haven't seen in a long time. Um, just a very supportive community in general. Yeah, Boone's got a pretty good bike path. Yeah, we have some different, we have a great city park that my parents live off of um, that I do a lot of running in. And um, yeah, just a nice, nice community that you can definitely get around on a bike or on by foot. <laughs> <laughs> You've still got a, a couple of weeks left of maternity leave. I do. Um, I'm pretty spoiled. I actually have <laughs> until closer to May. Oh. So um, oh, yeah, yeah, more. but. I'm embracing it and just really enjoying um, having my time with, with Murphy and we'll be moving here in about a month. And so that'll be helpful just to have some, some time to get things um, packed up. Are you, are you counting the days or is it, uh, are you getting a little too close to, um, right it now? depends on the day. I think At if times, you ask me one yeah. day versus another, I may have a different answer, but in general, it's, it's been so great to have my parents, um, whether I need to hop in the shower or I want to make a quick bowl of oatmeal for breakfast. Um, yeah. but also, Justin and I, with with having a home um, in Urbandale before we moved to Michigan, we then moved to a, a small apartment, and now we've been here for about ten months now already. And so we're we're definitely ready for our own home again. Um, but um, yeah. So did you live in that apartment? The whole we did. Time? Yeah, we just rented. Oh, we we went back yeah. and forth when we first moved out there. Um, we almost pursued uh-huh. buying something, but realized you know four to five years, it's right at that window of financially what's what makes the most sense to rent or to buy um so we just we ended up renting and i it was definitely the right choice um not knowing could you sell something for the same you know price or are you going to be able to sell it when you're ready to move um yep so we were just in a two-bedroom apartment with with our dog and it was a very simple simple life And and Javi's a, a a very big dog. Yeah, she is. It's funny. I joke. It's like Murphy thinks she's probably her pony, not her dog. When we have them together, um, but she's a great dog. Yeah, and she she was a trooper in Michigan, living in an apartment. So we're excited for her to have a yard oh, again. Right. Yeah. yeah, we we we've got a dog now, and uh, gotta have. Gotta mm-hmm. have right. I know. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, so you're probably counting the days till you uh, move into that home in Norwalk. It's coming up uh, early. Yeah. Time. Yep. We'll we'll be um, making the official move. Yeah. The a little closer to the middle of April, but we're we're really excited yeah, and um, just know that yeah, it's. I think patience is definitely key. And so I know we'll appreciate it that much more. The fact that we did end up pursuing to build versus buy something. Um, and we're just excited to immerse ourselves in that community. And I laugh that looking back on my high school career, I played against Norwalk with all of my sports when they were in the same conference as Boone, mm-hmm. which is not the case anymore. But um, it's funny how a lot of things in life come full, full circle. Mm-hmm. I was going to get to that question. Well, why don't we ask it? Uh, why, why Norwalk? If Justin's teaching in Ankeny and you're most of the time over in, yeah, what's, uh, what's the rationale <laughs> for moving yeah. to Norwalk? Yeah, very. 
something good to bring. Well, valid question. But really, I mean, it just, again, comes down to things just kind of have a way of working out. And, and I, as a, as a true believer, I know that it's, I'm not in the driver's seat. Um, And so I think it's in God's plan, but you do have to make decisions along the way. And, when, when we were looking at lots, but also looking at homes to buy um, between actually anywhere from March until June 1 in 2020, um, we just kept leaning toward buying a lot. Um, there just wasn't a home that really felt right. And so when we looked at lots, we wanted to be on the outskirts of Des Moines. Um, and so we did look at Van Meter, Adel, and Norwalk um, locations. And the Norwalk location, it was kind of the best of both worlds. It's a development where our kids can have a cul-de-sac to, you know, ride their bikes and have sidewalks. Um, but the back of our home looks at fields um, and some horse ranches around us. So we wanted the country feel, but still a part of a community. And we're, we're three minutes from the Catholic church in Norwalk. You know, I'll be five to seven minutes um, from the clinic for Rock Valley in Norwalk. And um, we just really felt like it was a great fit. And we kept saying, more land, less home, um, and just really wanting a little bit bigger lot um, that we could build on. Hmm. Okay. So a little bit different than your Urbandale house. I visited you there for the, the one interview I did for the trials, and that was a spectacular home you had uh, there. Is it roughly the same size or? As um, yeah. So um, our location in Urbadale, yeah, the, the lot was very, sm- a lot smaller than what we're on now. Um, and the home was just kind of a whole different floor plan um, than what we have now. And once we finish the basement, yeah, it will be um, a, a, the same square footage. But um, yeah, for now, we kind of just had a different vision. And it's just funny how, how life can change. And when we bought that home in Urbandale, we thought, oh, this will be our forever home. We'll raise our kids here. And yeah. four years later, we sold it and up and moved to Michigan. So. <laughs> well, well, you didn't know Hanson Brooks was going to come. Down. Right, right. <laughs> Very true. That, was, that really uh, uh, flattened you a little bit there. Uh, certainly, you were a little bit awestruck there. But, uh, actually yeah and that's where i just think gosh you just never know what can happen in life so i think being being flexible and not really um being set on you know having to to stick to your plan you kind of have to go with um with god's plan for sure so well they saw you had been doing a great job on the national scene and and certainly they saw the potential that you had as a mayor yeah yeah and i made a a logical yeah yep and it was it was um you know partially on my end too wanting to to reach out and see if there were opportunities there and they were nothing but um encouraging as far as yeah my my potential development as a marathoner um you know because at that time I really hadn't I didn't feel like I had really tapped into my full potential and and that was definitely the case that I learned um as I worked with them and and as I spent time out um in Michigan with the team yeah, you got to go for it. You got to go for mm-hmm. goals. Um, you know, somebody from your hometown did that. <laughs> yeah, he and he still is. Yeah. Another, another, another great. Uh, yes, for sure. Great kid. I love following Brogan. Yeah. He, yeah, he jumped at the chance yeah. to, to run with him. Oh yeah, I'm so glad he did too. I'm glad you guys have uh, taken that risk, taken the chance to do that. Because you only have the one. Right, right. And I think, 
in your in your <laughs> right I know like I said we're none of us are getting younger but I think it comes down to do you have the yeah the resources um and the the social support um do you have the true belief that things will will work out if you make that jump um there were so many unknowns for Justin and I and I'm sure for Brogan and just anyone who's um kind of gone in blind to something but um like I said things have a way of working out and um, gosh, Justin and I are just, we really, uh, have so many gifts given to us, especially in this last year. It's, it's pretty amazing when we step back and look at the big picture of kind of where our life has gone. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Really going on. Uh, uh, let's talk about, uh, Murphy and, um, uh, your pregnancy. Um, I saw you uh, posting a lot of videos of you running while you were pregnant um how long did you yeah so murphy was due on february 11th uh it was a thursday and i actually i did run that morning um and i started running more consistently on the treadmill as the weather got colder and the footing got iffy um and just with work schedule and things like that um and i had contractions basically late that night um and had her on the 13th so i i definitely um attribute my prioritizing the pelvic floor strength leading up to, you know, years of that leading up to getting pregnant to the fact that I, that I was able to run that long. Um, but also stepping back to when I found out I was pregnant and just making sure I didn't let my athlete brain take over and say, well, I'm going to make it to this week, or I'm going to run this many miles every week. Um, I kept trying to remind myself, no expectations, you know, this is all new to me being pregnant. The body changes drastically you're, you're building a human and, um, that's a pretty amazing thing. And so I just, you know, it was really fun in the fall coaching with, um, Urbandale girls. Cause they were, they were kind of in awe that I'm out there running with them, but it was also fun for me to, to really just look at running through a different lens, um, with, with running with, with Murphy, um, in my belly. So, yeah. <laughs> you just kind of run how you feel. Uh, basically, if it didn't, uh, you got to go slower if it doesn't feel right, uh, maybe a little faster on some days when it does feel better. Yeah, yeah, and it's funny because it's very similar to um, life not being pregnant where some days you feel great and some days you don't. <laughs> and so I think oh, honoring yeah. that, respecting that, right? And um, there were a lot of times when I started doing treadmill consistently um, through the late, well, early winter months through her due date, um, just to make the time go by faster. I would have fun with doing different things with pickups or kind of cutting down. Um, but even with doing that, no expectations on the pace, but just the fact that I'm going to finish this run quicker the second half just to make it go by faster. Um, and so some days it was just fun thinking, oh, I surprised myself. And I think one day I came home and told Justin, I think I need to start writing training plans for pregnant women because it became fun yeah, it became a lot of fun just to kind of. Maybe there's some niche in, in, in this market. For sure. Yeah. Yep. So, um, again, looking at it at a whole different, already, through a whole different lens. Yeah, you're already helping them with that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yep. Yep, for that. sure. <laughs> and, um, yeah, some of those days in January and February, you were saying you were running on the treadmill. I don't, I don't blame you. I mean, that was, that was, that was some, some tough stretches. Mm -hmm, right. Just 
really bad. I know I was on the treadmill for like two weeks mm-hmm. straight. Yeah. Cold. Yeah. And I, and I think one big thing to note too, Lance, with, with my running while pregnant, and this actually is the exact same attitude I have with my running in general is if I didn't enjoy it, I wouldn't do it. And so it wasn't like I woke up every day and thought I have to go run. It was more, I just felt better moving my body. And, and I actually felt, um, felt really good on the treadmill. Um, and I think I was able to just focus on my form more and play around with incline. Um, and so, yeah, I just kind of putting it out there that I definitely did it because I enjoyed it and it just set the tone for the rest of my day. Um, and I, I still, have those feelings before and after being pregnant too. So <laughs> doesn't sound like there's too much. No, thankfully. Uh, nope. Wow. So there you go, ladies. Uh, work on <laughs> That's right. And if you don't, stop if you don't know Rock, how, or stop by yeah. Rock Valley and, and get yep. if you don't know what those are or how, um, that's what I'm here for. So definitely. <laughs> yep. It works for her. It works for yep. everybody else. So. Uh, and you had a pretty, uh, pretty uh, normal pregnancy with Murphy on the thirteenth. Uh, yes, I don't know if I would say normal, only because everyone is so different. Yeah. But um, very, um, I guess everything worked out. Um, I was able to to have her naturally. That I something I just really wanted to, I hoped to experience. And again, being flexible with at the end of the of the day you want a healthy baby, you want to be, um, healthy and, and safe yourself. Um, but it was definitely, um, a full experience of, of ups and downs. Um, and Justin was there for all of it. And really, like he said, was in the trenches, um, through the whole process. Yeah. Which, That's good. Yeah. yeah. Like you should be. Yeah. <laughs> like oh yeah, be. for sure. For sure. But yeah. Uh, so how, so how big is Murphy when she? Yeah, so she actually she was qu- quite small. Um, yeah, I mean, she was seven seven pounds, size, um, yeah. two ounces. Um, but um, okay. yeah, and then she did great. The first couple weeks got back to her birth weight because it is normal um, for babies to lose weight those first couple weeks when they go home. But yeah, got back to her birth weight, and now she eats like a champ. Um, she definitely gets held mm-hmm. a lot throughout the day, and so she she prefers to sleep with on someone versus on her own in the bassinet, but we're working on that. Um, but I, I don't think you can spoil a newborn. So, um, I think she's fine, but at some point she'll have to sleep by herself in the bassinet more. <laughs> well, she's got two trap on parents. So I... <laughs> well, I did. I already, <laughs> to, uh, yeah, very lot, true. So, uh, yep. so, yeah. Uh... I already was explaining to my parents how, it's been tested multiple times and turned true. If I can't get her to fall asleep, just start doing a lunge circuit while holding her and she's out. And I, I laugh because I think she was so used to me moving throughout my pregnancy that she loves when I move and it, you know, kind of woos her to sleep. (laughs) So, yeah, that's pretty cool. Oh yeah. Are your are, are are your parents surprised at how much Justin like eats for <laughs> training? I know he's working toward seventy point three tomorrow. Yeah, um, you know he's 
I wouldn't say he's a overeater. We're, we're going way off the base. <laughs> no, you're fine. Here. You're fine. Uh -oh. No, and and we um okay. we make sure and respect my parents' grocery bills. So we do we do get our own groceries and <laughs> and typically make our own dinners. Jeez, but yeah. um no, if anything, they're just so tractor beam focused on on Murphy, their first um grandchild that they really don't care or pay attention to what we do as far as eating and <laughs> food prep. <laughs> okay. Um Let's go back to, to Urbandale and, and, and coaching with them. Is that something that you want to pursue more, or are you kind of happy being an assistant and, and helping out there? What are yeah, thoughts? I mean, I think this um, going into this summer and this fall, I think it, it looks different just with um, having Murphy um, and Justin having a, a pretty busy year in all realms with professionally with um, teaching full time, working on his PhD. Um, in education and and training for the Ironman World Championships in Kona in October, so it's definitely um, uh, a family kind of um, known fact that it's uh, it's time I'm a little more of Sherpa than prioritizing my athletic goals. Um, and so I think with that, I I haven't ever truly wanted to pursue a full um, head coach position, and and definitely um, enjoy being assistant. Um, but I do know with Murphy and those other factors this year that may look may look different um, this year, but down the road in the future, still being um, a part of high school programs and being able to to really give back to the sport and coach high school girls. I love kind of seeing the sport through their eyes and just gives me a whole different different vibe um, and different emotions um, on the coaching level compared to what I was doing the last four years. What did you learn the most from, from that uh, fall season? Is there anything that uh, stood out that you went through all these running circles and you went, wow, I never thought about this. <laughs> there anything that With coaching this last fall, coaching high school? Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. I think it. Um, it's with no surprise that when you coach high school girls, they're just so everyone, every runner is so different, but then also now I'm looking at high school girls who they really, you know, have so much going on in their world that I think just the conversations we would have on runs and making sure they understood I've viewed and valued them as a full circle person, not just as an athlete and a runner. And so I think it really, um, hit close to home and made me realize investing in the athlete, which I did know before, but I think to actually be in that moment as a, as a coach and realize, you know, these girls, they, they will trust you and they will look up to you. Um, but I think really making sure they understand you're there for them as a person and not just a, a young, um, runner. Um, and it made it that much more fun because then they, you could tell they started to invest in, and what I had going on in my life and, and really they could care less what my PR in the marathon was. They probably, probably did not understand, yeah. um, what that really means anyway. And so, um, I think just really making sure you're looking at that full person, whether it's a high school athlete or, um, any level of athlete in general. Okay. Okay. Um, that makes a lot of sense. So, um, what about you? How about yeah, you've got a lot on your plate, of course, with your coaching, Zoom coaching, your job, uh, new mother, uh, wife, Justin. Um, 
a lot on your plate. Are you kind of, it's 2021, kind of a, taking a back seat then to just uh, what everything has to. Yeah. I mean, I think I view it as, um, gosh, this whole new window that has opened um, for me. And I think, I mean that in a way of coming back after having a baby, it's, it's so, so much unknowns of what my body, um, how it will respond, um, to getting back into consistent running. And I want to build a base in a safe and smart way. Um, and so there's definitely, um, local races that I haven't been able to do the last four years being away that, um, I've made note, you know, where they're at on the calendar. Um, but also aside from not knowing how my body is going to be able to train, um, and run and feel, um, not knowing with the pandemic, what will play out with local races happening or not happening. Um, and so in a way it's kind of this, um, whole fresh start on 2021 of same thing with going into my pregnancy of no expectations. Yeah. And so, um, you know, looking ahead, it's like, oh gosh, well, damn to Des Moines is late August. And I could definitely see myself being on the start line for that. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and wanting to, to make sure again, I do that in a smart and safe way, but also it's like, well, gosh, if that race doesn't happen, then I'm not going to, you know, lose sleep over it, but due to the pandemic. But, um, I think embracing kind of the year that we get to have versus feeling like I have to take a backseat. I'm, I, I feel honored to be able to go to Hawaii with Justin and to take Murphy, um, for his Ironman and yeah. Yep. Because you, you never know when you're not exactly back. I'm sure just appreciating um, qualifying and because uh, that's that's difficult. Uh, difficult. It really is, qualify. and I think it only gets harder and harder every every year. And um, I love that this will be our fifth time going. And every year that we have gone since 2010, it's been a different type of life scenario. Um, and I just kind of love that. Again, looking at the big picture of our life, where we've come from and where we are now. And I was a girlfriend the first time we were on our honeymoon the second time. I was an athlete with him the third time. I was almost his patient the fourth time. I had broken my wrist the day before we flew. And now we'll go again with oh. a with a newborn. So it's a lot of fun to kind of <laughs> Hawaii is a special place for us. And um, hope hope everything plays out with the world um, that we'll be able to get back there in October very special you know, <laughs> yeah <laughs> after the bike turnaround that's <laughs> right <laughs> the islands yeah uh, the bike turnaround yeah exactly so um so you haven't run at all since um since no pregnancy. so i'm uh four and a half weeks postpartum and yeah just doing a lot of um hip and pelvic floor um and just body in general strengthening and a lot of walking um starting to do some trainer bike rides and seeing how that feels and goes and um, yeah. And in my mind, it's like, eh, running, running is always going to be there. So I want to make sure I, when I get back to it, I'll be able to, um, do it for the long term and not, not have any injuries spark up. But a year ago, you did sign up for Ironman <laughs> in Des Moines that got, that got postponed, canceled. Uh, are you still thinking? I am. That? And it, it is no surprise um, to me that even this last year, had it gone on in 2020, I knew at that time that I was pregnant. And so I think it would have been similar in that I go into it, go get on the start line with, you know what, 
I'm going to do this because I can, and I feel good, um, versus I have to win my age group or I have to do X, Y, Z with my goals. Um, and so for me, I know it's a, it's a great mark on the calendar to train, um, with some biking and swimming and not just running. I think without that triathlon on the calendar, I think my, again, athlete brain would think, let's just pound the miles once my body's um, ready and allowing me versus the cross training with biking and swimming, I think will be really helpful for my postpartum um, progress. Oh yeah. Uh, Yeah. That's for sure. Um, When's the last time? Oh, that's a good question. I, I did. um, So with lifetime, um, because they didn't have as strict of COVID uh, rules as the YMCA, from what I was told, um, I was in the pool. I did have some irritation with my back just for like a week in September. Um, So I did get in the pool that week. Um, So that probably was the last time, which is, feels like a very long time ago. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I know, but you know what? Just we'll take what comes, right? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So the question is, would I be able to beat you in a race? Uh, I've got a 5K coming Mm. up on Sunday. If if, if, if you and I were to show up in a race. (laughs) I'm going to say my money is on you. um, Only because I have not had two feet off the ground at once. Just a lot of speed power walking. (laughs) But um, I don't know, Lance, give me a couple months here and maybe my answer would change. (laughs) I can beat you. (laughs) We'll wait till I'm actually on the start line with you. Then we'll make that. We'll make a bet. How about that? (laughs) But my money would be on you for this Sunday for sure. This Sunday. Okay. Okay. I'll take that. Take it and run. Um, is there any focus, uh, merit, uh, races you want to focus on for 2021? We know the Ironman's coming up. Are you still looking at marathons or what's, uh, what's 2021? Yeah, I mean, I am definitely a planner. I will say that. Um, but also the other part of my brain knows that um, we plan and God laughs. And so, again, thinking about all the local races that I um, haven't been able to do the last few years, um, Dam to Des Moines to me is very realistic to be on the start line for that in August. Um, so I'd love to love to pencil that in on my calendar. And again, um, as long as the body's feeling good and all systems go, um, and then you know into the fall, um, kind of looking into more of those longer distances with Dam to Des Moines being a twenty k. I think it's realistic to maybe put a half marathon on the on the calendar in the fall, um, and then a a, a reaching far goal would be to, to hop in a marathon before the end of the calendar year. Um, and all of that going back to making sure everything feels good, um, with my, with my running and it feels like the right thing. Um, but also knowing, gosh, again, this is Justin's year as far as Ironman in the fall, um, making sure Murphy is, is, um, happy and, and well looked after and well fed. Um, and so, so many other factors outside of just, getting my training in. Um, so in a perfect world, a marathon before 2022, um, would be great. Uh, but I, again, won't lose sleep if, if I don't get to do that. Um, marathons will always be there, um, as long as the pandemic allows. And so I know I'll get back on the line at some point, but just respecting, you know, all factors involved for sure. 
Well, it sounds like you're going to be uh, mostly Sherpa to, to Justin, except for James in the morning. He'll probably be. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I don't know. There might be a long right. bike bike uh, to, workout that day. You, yeah. Take turns. <laughs> you just have to take turns. Right. This parenting thing. Uh, get used to that. There's a lot of uh, parents have to do with the one running in a race and the other. One yeah, for sure. Yep. Well, that's a lot what happens. So, well, Dana, I appreciate your time. Um, really, I've enjoyed the 40 eight minutes have really flown by here. Um, and again, uh, congratulations on, uh, on being a new mother and moving back uh, in, to, to the Des Moines area and uh, working back with Rock Valley. It's just all yeah. place for you. I'm very excited, very excited that um, yeah well thanks lance i appreciate that and we're we're so excited to be back and um just in the 515 area in general and um yeah just excited to you know give back to the des moines community in in all ways professionally personally um and in the running world so um appreciate you inviting me on for for one of your first podcasts yeah this is number two (laughs) number two podcast so um, you can find this, of course, like I said, on Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Breaker. Uh, Breaker is on there and uh, Radio Public. Uh, so those are some of the platforms where you can find this um, podcast and hope you continue to listen. I'll have a lot more interviews with runners and uh, personalities from Iowa and triathlons, uh, triathletes as well. So hopefully you keep uh, listening. And thanks so much, Dana. Appreciate it. Um, and we'll talk to you. All right. Thanks, Lance. Make sure and uh, go get your shepherd's pie for tonight for St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. I'll, I'm going <laughs> to definitely suggest that tonight. That's a great idea. So even though we're not ah, Irish, that's all right. We like that's okay. The Irish, we do like the yeah. Irish cuisine, that's for sure. All well, right. Thanks, care, Lance. Thanks. We'll talk to you.